0: Jeff Cameron Show Redemption Thursday. Great to be with you. Thanks for listening. Hope you're well on a Redemption Thursday, Veterans Day. A salute to you, veterans. Thank you for your service. Malik Osborne led the way, 18 points. His best as a null. Once scored 23 while well, with Rice. I forget sometimes that he was with Rice. That's a hell of a transfer. All I know is Rice. <laughs> That's funny.
1: Or cheese. That's
0: Four of six from the field. One of three from beyond the arc. Nine of 12 from the free throw line to go with 13 boards. Florida State led this game at one point by 41. It was a boat race, if you Laid it, you were comfortable. You felt good.
1: Rocking chair game, T Lizzie. In the second half, yeah. It was a little bit interesting towards halftime if you were playing it against that nineteen and a half or twenty number. I did not, but we had a lot of open looks, didn't hit them. They were hitting shots from Leonard Hamilton's feet on the bench and every which way. You were getting nervous and then, yep.
0: then the second half started and the Knowles went on a twenty four
1: to five run and you went, All right. Where's the rocking chair? Yeah, they had 14 or 15 turnovers, depending on the first half of this game. Hmm. Craziness. Yeah, it was uh,
0: a game in which the defense on the whole forced 26 turnovers. So it was a, a good day at the office. Great way to start the year. It's not worthy of a choo-choo, guys, in in the sense that, obviously, Florida State was a huge favorite and they won the game. But if you want a choo-choo because it's the start of basketball season and you're excited about the team, well, I can get down with that. Choo-choo! There you go. Our first of the year.
1: First one on these airwaves, I do believe. I believe it is true. And,
0: um, you know, we were 3 of 11 from beyond the arc in the first half, 14 of 23 from inside the arc in the first half. Anytime we went down low, we got what we wanted, bigger, stronger, all that good stuff, longer. And, uh, you know... Penn, as you noted, shot the ball well early in this game. So there was that moment. They were twelve of twenty five, then five of thirteen from beyond the arc in that first half. And then it was um then it was a time to shut it down, and we did. And that was in large part because Florida State not only created turnovers, but got a lot of steals. They weren't just turnovers. They were steals and transition baskets and the like.
1: What's fun about this group, and I'm not saying that you know previous seasons teams didn't have spunk to them or pizzazz or chip on their shoulder, but the veteran core for this particular team is either unproven or getting their first crack at real minutes, like not just role-player minutes, outside of maybe Anthony Polite. Right? For Raquan Evans, this is a big year for Raquan Evans. It's a chance for him to right the wrongs of last season Maybe COVID was just a, a really tough situation for him. You've seen that with a lot of programs, let alone just players. A lot of the blue bud programs last year really, really struggled. I heard that Duke lived in a hotel all last year, completely isolated from everything. Isn't that weird? I like hotel life. If I were You re- would like it for the entirety of November through March?
0: Maybe. I'll say this. <laughs> if I were uh an eccentric multimillionaire and I had F U money I would frequently spend uh, long stretches of time in a hotel. That is a new quirk that I never knew. I like hotels. I'm not responsible for anything.
1: Well, you could just hire somebody for cheaper to take care of everything every day at your own home.
0: Yeah. No, I like it to be theirs in case anything
1: screws up. (laughs) It's it's all right. The richer you get, the more you want to lease things. Yeah, yeah.
0: just the day you go. (laughs) It doesn't mean anything to me. I don't want to own this. I'm not worried about the future. I got more money than I'll ever spend.
1: Well, the Duke basketball program did not believe what you <laughs> believed about hotel life hey, clearly last year. Hey, think year. about it.
0: When you stay at a nice hotel, like I'm talking about, you have the money to stay in a nice hotel, sure. not some sorry ass. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't want to insult any hotel group in case they want to advertise.
1: But, you know, nice hotels. Yeah, I'll give you an example. I mm. stayed at the Old Ship in Brighton, it was a hotel that was constructed in the 17th century. Wow. Yeah, Charles Dickens would read his books and his stories and whatever he had that, there? Yes. To badass the, to the dukes and duchesses. Of, yeah. yeah, they would they would congregate at the water. Mm. They th- they think it's a beach over there. They're nuts. It's just a yeah. pile of rocks with water. And it's Cold but, as hell. Right, but that's what they consider a beach. So they would retire there for the summer. Mm-hmm. And in what they would bring, just I mean, dignitary after dignitary. Yeah. And Charles Dickens was one of those who would come over. But that place, the spread in the morning for their breakfast. Oh, forget about it, dude. I don't like big
0: breakfasts though. But
1: uh, I understand what you're saying. I don't. I, <laughs>
0: a very particular talk. <laughs> about your
1: breakfasts yeah, i'm not big on the big breakfasts <laughs> uh, yeah, I, 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 it's funny i don't like to cook a huge breakfast while i'm at home right but when i but go on vacation do, yeah and they've got yeah because you just want to set the tone for the day because you're going to be doing things if you're at a hotel yeah, you're going but, out and about so you got to start the day with an extra big meal because lunch is really not a thing when you're on vacation at least yeah. i don't think so
0: no, I think a big lunch, a happy lunch with some drinks and everybody's having a good day. Yeah, there we go. We kind of kickstart on into the rest of the day.
1: Well, it could be a brunch. We meet in the middle. Because if, you're, middle. On, if yeah. you're on holiday, you're going to be waking up a little later in the morning before uh, your big breakfasts.
0: I know. It makes me laugh. It makes me laugh. Um, all right. So here we go. Uh, I, w- I would just say that uh, <laughs> this, is, this is the kind of fun where I could go for an hour on the little Piccadilly's about hotels and breakfasts. <laughs> As I like to say, breakfasts.
1: That's got to be a promo.
0: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, Duke had to stay in a hotel. That was the point you were making. Yeah, back, I got sidetracked thinking about my love of things. So, in a hotel. well,
1: the the original <laughs> the original point. Yeah, you can turn into Jack Nicholson, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but the original point is that Raquan Evans did not look like the same player last season. So he's got a lot to prove. Malik Osborne finally is going to get the minutes he has so craved. There were whispers and and hints, and nothing oh, ever verified no, no, that no, maybe no. he yeah. was looking at another situation last season because he couldn't get you know, the rotation minutes he was looking for, and he knew he was capable of providing a real punch. Anthony Polite getting some big-time minutes, and then the transfers. Cameron Fletcher has been waiting to prove himself, had a bad experience at Kentucky. Don't know what Caleb Mills' situation was at Houston, but it was enough for him to leave, even though he was a Even though they were pre-season on, a, on a great team, and he was the freshman of the year. Preseason pick player of the year in the conference yeah. before he transferred out. So all of these guys have something to prove. I love that, especially when this is a team and a program marked by effort and attention to detail on defense. Those things go hand-in-hand.
0: No, it, the the culture here along with the level of skill and the style of play uh, all marry into a very enjoyable experience. If you're making your way over to the C this year, and maybe you're new, maybe you're new to the show and you don't know how much we uh, enjoy the game and, and talk about basketball, uh, that experience has become uh, a bona fide home court advantage for Florida State, and it's something that uh, I think Tallahassee should hold on high and, and very, very proud. And by the way, uh kudos yet again and i've now said this for several years in a row and never thought i would kudos again to the students they're there early they're loud they care they're into the game they're understanding the game they know when to
1: make noise good stuff man it wasn't just that either You had people sitting in the seats on the sidelines. People were
0: pumped about the game last last night.
1: The geriatrics, I guess, sold their tickets. (laughs) I don't know what they did. It was a 9 p.m. tip, but that place was crowded, legitimately crowded. Now, we've seen the building like that for home openers, but typically it's like Florida or or, some big-name team mm -hmm. that we bring in. Penn, the UNFs of the world, typically it was a little sleepy. I think people have been waiting because if you're a student coming to Florida State, this is the program you're coming to see, period.
0: Yeah, that of the soccer program or the softball program. No disrespect to them. I'm just saying students aren't Uh, lining
1: up for that particular product. Of course not. I'm just saying if you like
0: winners, that's what what you're doing. All right, here they go. Wagers brought to you by Metro Deli. We love the Metro Deli. Go, speaking of, breakfasts. You can get you one in the morning, and they're tasty. They're a good breakfast.
1: They get their bagels in from New York. Just saying.
0: (laughs) Here we go. Uh, Texas A&M minus two and a half. Against Ole Miss, give me uh, Jimbo Fisher to go on the road and win the game at the Grove. I was trying to say two words at the same time. Somehow worked an L in there as well. Air Force minus two and a half against Colorado State. Sorry, Adazio. I love you, buddy. Get mad. I see it. That's fair. We'll sit down. We'll have some wine and pastries. We'll talk it out. It's okay. Uh, Houston. Minus 14 over temple in the first half. That's the one h you see there if you're looking at the Redemption Thursday wagering menu
2: <laughs> I can feel it all the way down in my
0: plums. uh the thing about the Keenan clip there is the double eye blink he He sells it so well. he does the double eye blink. Look at that watch
1: there. <laughs> <laughs> now, he is a comedian that I grew up with. He was a comedian on a variety show on Nickelodeon. Yes, he was. Nick at Night. Well, that was actually for old people. The Saturday, uh, whatever it was, all that is what the show was called. He's great. Yeah.
0: There's an innocence and an earnestness to him that I really enjoy. Like, there's, it's not a cynical humor. Even though I'm okay with that, too. Right. He just he presents a lot of joy. Uh, uh,
1: yeah, I referenced another skit. It was when Dave Chappelle was hosting. You can look it up. But, uh, yeah, it, <laughs> when he goes... Now, damn it, woman! He gets mad (laughs) at one of the characters who's getting pushed out. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) it's a tense, it's a tense but hilarious
0: sketch. It's so good. Uh, All right, I take Houston to roll big over Temple, who's quit. Auburn and Mississippi State. I'm going to take the under fifty one there. NC State getting a point. I think they should be favored outright. I like him to go win on the road against a beat up defense in Wake Forest. Nevada is getting three against San Diego State. Long team might be favored there. BC and Georgia Tech, I'm going to go with the over in that game. Neither really want to play defense all that well, and BC got their quarterback back. Let's go over 54 there. I'm going to take my Sooners uh, to uh, win by more than 5.5 over Baylor. Stumbling. Baylor is a little bit. Give me give me Oklahoma minus the 5.5 there. Two-team teaser, please, for six-point teaser, please? Give me the Ravens and go ahead and uh, – Cook it down to minus a point and a half instead of uh, the big number. Let's just cook it down to minus a point and a half. A little slow cook. Yeah,
1: that's a slow cook. Of a point. <laughs> Old Papa John knows what slow cooking feels He's like. He's
0: up to 800 pizzas or some nonsense, he said.
1: Enough in 10 uh, months.
0: Yeah, uh, it's unbelievable. Browns plus eight and a half. I think they play good defense. I like that they're getting points to begin with against New England. I think the weather will be, yeah, you know, what it is dicey. Eight and a half. Seems like enough, so I cooked that one up. I turned the temperature up on that one, Tom. I took those eight and a half points right there. And then finally tonight, let's get out ahead of this thing. Let's make us a little money tonight so that we can enjoy Friday and Saturday on the house. NBA, Clippers, Heat. We're taking the under total of 211 and a half. That hook means something to me.
1: We don't have the, uh, the old four-letter stuff anymore. So.
0: It's in my house all the time now, the NBA music, any of the NBA music. They're all good. They're every channel has had good NBA music. They have, and uh, they do a good job. And my son, every morning when he wakes up for school, we, we're watching NBA TV to catch the highlights from the night before. And he cracks up.
1: Did you see the tributes? Uh, Because inside the NBA is the television program. By the way, his favorite
0: player is Terrence Mann times a thousand, and he has become a Clippers fan because of Terrence Mann.
1: Well, that's a great team to root for. He roots for Terrence Mann. No history of success, so that anytime they achieve it, he would feel something. Oh,
0: he watches it all the time. And we had a long conversation, and we cracked up laughing about the Jokic situation that didn't involve the Clippers. That was Mm -hmm. the Heat. But we were laughing because he's astute enough to notice that the fake tough guys on the Heat wanted no part of Jokic mm-hmm. after he shoved your boy Morris to the ground. Mm-hmm. Like, they all walked like they were going to step,
1: and then he stood still and just looked at them. I'm also proud of Bryce for a lot of reasons, but uh, the, the uniform choice, too. That is, those are great uniforms. Oh, yeah. The Clippers the fixed school. it about five, six years yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Looks so they now.
0: so they do the Grand Theft Auto one I like as well. Oh, yeah. The writing. The San Andreas oh, style. the best. Yes. I love those that. Those are
1: cool. Great uniform. Did you see the touching tributes to Ernie Johnson's late son that came out last week? I did not, and I think I would have a hard time watching that. They are wonderful. If you need to pick me up, it'll be sad, too. But if you need to pick me up in something hopeful, I, I can't recommend it
0: enough. Oh, damn it. Ernie makes me cry on the regular. Yeah. That guy's awesome. He's like the most earnest knight. Speaking of earnest.
1: He gave a... I think it was... New Turner employees, maybe it's Turner Sports, maybe it's Turner in general, but they brought him up to talk about his son and and the adoption process and what it means to him. And, man, if you didn't want to run through a wall after weeping, hearing him talk about that experience from a personal standpoint and what it means to live in the world, be a citizen, and things like that. Again, listen, maybe it's after Miami beats us or something no, on no, Saturday. No, no, it's
0: after we win, and <laughs> you're so overjoyed with the victory. The next time
1: you feel down, this will mm-hmm. pick you back up with a little bit of sadness on the side.
0: Well, remember when Ernie had cancer, and when yep. he was battling cancer, and, I mean, Shaq and Charles and Kenny and all those guys, they could barely talk because they loved him so much. So they got, like, two words into, like, saluting him, and they're like, well, I can't do it. <laughs> like, they, that's how beloved he is.
1: The dude's the truth from what everything you could tell, but then he's also an, an incredible broadcaster because in yeah, order— he keeps the, Yeah, he keeps that thing together. He keeps it together while also standing back and letting them go. That is That's an hard, unbelievable talent.
0: Yeah, well, I think well, while we're on the in the process of grading out people who drive shows, uh, I think he's maybe the very very best in the last 25 years, 30 years. Greg Amstinger of the uh, MLB Network. Yep. Beast. To be that yep. young and that talented and that good, that guy is He's huge as, too. Yeah, and he's as good and he's a walking encyclopedia. Yep. Your four-starter out in Milwaukee, he's got it top of his head right now. Of
1: anybody who does the job, he's got the encyclopedic recall of any of them. Better, he's got it over anybody. But I I would put him and Ernie, I mean, jeez. The way Ernie conducts it, most people would be perceived as too weak to step in, but he has the clout somehow. It still hovers over everything they do. But then Rich Eisen. On, uh, on Sunday for their pregame show. And yeah, Rich they does do, a good job, yeah. Rich is an excellent presider over the thing.
0: So uh, Swiss-Irish brought something up that I think is funny, and it's true. Uh, you've seen the footage, by the way, hearkening back to the Joker situation. Um, and yes, he is uh, from a part of the world that's been in Civil War since Charlie Ward was here. Uh, not afraid, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, a mutual friend of ours texted me, I have no idea about these young Jokic brothers, but I've seen the video. You've seen them on in the, That was rather intimidating. Sure. By the way, that was yes. a little unsettling. Yes. He goes, he goes on to say that when he was in school in California during the late 90s, where he was, there were a ton of Serbians on uh, the, in the area, right? He was talking about in the area. Uh, those guys have seen some things, Jeff, and even the smartest and best educated of them. Definitely had a little Kaiser Sose to him. Oh, yeah. And it reminded me of you and I in Malibu. Oh, Malibu. Yep. Mm-hmm. And we were like, oh, well, okay, we should probably leave.
1: It was at a central casting, what
0: these guys looked it like.
1: It was unreal. Russian oligarchy.
0: It was insane. These it was were bad. These it were pushers.
1: These guys were the Ooh, high-level guys. They really might Really be- rich. Probably muscle, but they've been muscle for long enough that they'd earn their bona fides. But the ladies that were with them were former model-looking types who were it about 70 insane. pounds apiece. The whole they thing was insane. They were total addicts who were hooked Chain on. Chain smoking. Yep. Oh, my God. And driving Ferraris. You could see their skeleton. Just... I'm like, this is out of a, a bad <laughs> TV show. <laughs> I
0: just laughed. I was like, this is unreal. And I am not going to associate and or say anything- In the fear of rubbing them the wrong way. Oh, we stayed uh, a good distance. Listen, before there was social distancing, that's what we (laughs) adhered to with those guys. I've been to that restaurant twice now out in California. It's Jeff Cameron, show 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chat TV. Short segment here. In a second, I'll talk about uh, the football. You know that their football, they'll be playing on Saturday against uh, Miami. Before I do, I want to remind you, 9 a.m. right here, 93.3 Real Talk Radio and War Chant TV. Like and subscribe. We will be hosting uh, Tallahassee Game Day. It's there on your screen Saturday. Again, 9 a.m. brought to you by our friends at Zaxby's. Do want to note that this will be powered in large part by a really, really strong, fast, reliable internet from our friends at xfinity fastest best most reliable got it in my house two kids on devices wife watching a show me watching sports forget about it maybe i'm on my ipad checking out something on netflix all works
1: beautifully yeah i gotta tell you i discovered something here if you've got uh, a gaming device of any kind I'm, I'm not sure if it's the same for playstation but you know me i've got an xbox also have a PS5, but on the ESPN app... yeah, let me buy that PS5 from you. It just sits there collecting dust. It, it does not. <laughs> I play some games on there, and I do so with exceptional internet. Yeah, you wouldn't believe reliable, it. Reliable. Very fast. Not even plugged in. The Wi-Fi is fast enough that I don't lag ever. But the ESPN app now has a multicast, which you just hit the X button or the square for you Didn't PS5 notice. users, and you can have a quad screen. And for you with an 85 inch television, yeah. your TV can handle that very nicely. Yes, it can. You can put four games, whatever is on the ESPN Quad app. That screen. Four, and picture and pictures back, baby. But you need good internet to make sure that thing doesn't buffer. Clear as a bell. It's like your own Vegas wall. Enter our pals from Xfinity. That's where they handle it. I don't see buffering on any four corners of my television. And if there's craziness going on in college football, I've got those four on one screen plus TV, two. That's five games at once, all off the internet and all crystal clear. Go to Xfinity.com or call
0: 1-800-XFINITY or visit a store today. There you go. There you go. Bang. So the aspect of the game that we'll be talking about on Tallahassee Game Day, I think the one that perhaps provides the most amount of optimism for us as Knowles is twofold. The defensive line against Miami's offensive line and getting pressure on Van Dyke. He is awfully young. This is a rivalry game. This will be the most intense game. He's played in close games, but this will be the most intense game that he will have played in. The players ratchet up the intensity and focus in games like this. We do have a good front four. I wouldn't call it elite, but I would call it good. And I think if you can limit Miami's ability in the run game, where they have certainly seen and uh, come on, I think you can make them fairly one-dimensional and get after the passer. You hit him a few times, and maybe you see a kid who gets, uh, not panicked, but happy feet, and he'll roll himself into some sacks. So you give yourself a chance to create turnovers that way. This needs to be a game where the secondary steps up because the kid takes chances. So you might have a chance to jump one. Uh, Of course, you're likely to give up a big play because that's who we are. But we figure this is a high-scoring game. I'd play right on the edge. I'd play very foot loose and fancy-free. I think it's that kind of game.
1: Yeah, to me, I think this game plan, I called for this for the Clemson game. They kind of did it, kind of did not on defense. But when you're talking about the quarterback, play it the same way you played North Carolina. And if he beats you with his legs, because he can move, he can move. When he gets going and breaks the pocket, if you don't have him accounted for, Van Dyke can run for 10 to 12 yards sure. in, in a pretty quick clip. But if that's what he gives you, instead of a 60-yard shot down the field with that rifle for an arm that he's got, fine. Fine. Play it like you played North Carolina and Sam Howell. Now, the thing about the running game and Jalen Knighton with his elite burst, its I mean, that is unbelievable, that particular skill in his game. He's not well-rounded yet. He's a bit of a raw commodity. But this is what Mike Norvell was talking about on Monday when he said that that's a guy you circle, and then yesterday when he was talking about the defense this week, that they had some issues with their game plans in terms of the fits. If you guess wrong and he gets beyond the line of scrimmage, he's gone. So the critical element here is if you're supposed to be in a gap, there is no effing freelancing, or else that guy is gone. You can't choose you can't choose to do what you want to Mind do. You have to do what you have gap. to do. Correct. Mind the gap,
0: everybody. Goodness gracious. It's uh should be the the heart of the focus here. I, I I we've done a good job with that on the whole. In the run game? I think we have. Yeah, I think we have. Now we have do we have misses here and there? Yeah, we're not a perfect defense or an elite defense, but the front four has done a very good job. Now, you're talking about linebackers.
1: Yes, mm. that's what I'm saying. Yeah,
0: no, linebackers have issues. Our linebackers in particular have issues. Luckily, so do theirs. Not a good group at linebacker for Miami. Not a great group in the secondary for Miami. Not a good group at linebacker for Florida State. Not a great group in the secondary.
1: Leaning towards the over. Right. But we're better in a couple of those categories than Miami is on defense, Mm -hmm, I think. mm -hmm. I mean, the front's already better. We also tackle a lot better than they do. We do. I like our secondary better than I like their secondary. The problem is that we don't have a drop-back passing game, so dang. That would really help in this particular situation. They break it out on Saturday, (laughs) Tom. The thing that worries me (laughs) about our linebackers is Miami does a lot of things formationally like we do, which is they'll load the backfield out of the gun and they'll move Will Mallory around or somebody else, and they'll get the linebacker's eyes in different places, and he'll get the guys freelancing. That's the whole point of Rhett Lashley's offense when it comes to the ground game mm-hmm. is to get you looking in the wrong place. We don't usually need very much help to look in the wrong place, but they will help you along and create those window dressings so Knighton can hit you. I've seen speed option being run out of that particular offense with, with this quarterback, with Van Dyke. So just when you think you have a tendency, they break the tendency. That's where I get worried about creating creases, for Jalen Knighton, because he won't wait. He's the opposite of Le'Veon Bell. You know how Le'Veon Bell runs? Patient as can be. Slow. This guy, he'll go at 100 miles an hour. Now, the good news is, if we can get through him with our front four, then he's going to run right into the chest of one of our guys.
0: ISF is an IT and strategy firm. They sponsor Solving the Future, which we'll do next on the Jeff Cameron Show, and I've got a good idea of how to solve it. Here we go. We'll do it coming up. Should I say 93.3? War Chant TV? Yeah, both. Feels like I've said it 50 times today. I don't know why. Sometimes it feels in excess. I like people to know what they're listening to. It's the old school radio in me.
1: It's the JCS. That's what the
0: hell
2: it is. That's right. The Jeff Cameron Show is a production of the War Chant.com Multimedia Network. Check out War Chant.com today for the latest news inside Florida State Athletics. That's Warchant.com. Now, back to Jeff on Real Talk 93.3.
0: to get to uh, Salby, the Future in a second, as brought to you by our dear partners at ISF. At J. Cameron Show, best hotel in the country, the Ritz-Carlton in Naples. That is what you do. Side note, the movie Two for the Money. Is that your dream life movie? I assume your degenerate gambling ways has led you to watch that movie. Oh, I've seen that movie multiple times. It's so bad, it's good. Brandon Lang. It's so bad, it's good. I can't help but love that movie. There are so many moments that you're like, that is ridiculous. Ridiculous, but I love it.
1: We had the real guy on one year. You did. I
0: had him on, yeah. I, yeah. Interview- yeah, I did. I interviewed uh, Brandon Lang. Yeah, He
1: took the whole season. I don't know what happened with Paramount that year, but yeah.
0: That was weird. He did, didn't he?
1: We went right back to Lee after. I don't know what the problem was. He was a weird dude. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> a lot of these guys are. Yeah. Lee's about as adjusted as you're going to find in the sharp industry.
0: Spoke with Lee today, and I'll be speaking with him again tomorrow. He is very well adjusted. Family man, does well, has. It's a family-oriented business. They've been together. His dad did it before him. It's amazing. Passed There's on down.
1: One guy who does a, a hit with uh, your brethren over there at XM, it's Friday afternoons after the show's over, driving mm-hmm. to the CP. I'll listen to the segment. The guy is from a radio channel that's dedicated to sports betting, not on Sirius, but on a different channel. I guess it's a website. He sounds just like Paul Heyman from the WWE. <laughs> it's does he, crazy. Does he have the same
0: inflection and everything else? He
1: doesn't go after it like, you know. Oh, yeah, like Paul does. Surprise! Yeah, right, special! Right, you know, right. He like, right. not do that. he sounds that. exactly like Paul Heyman.
0: <laughs> so, yes, I've seen Christopher, too, for the money. And I've actually stayed at the Ritz-Carlton in Naples. And, yes, it is awfully nice. You're right. That's a good place to be. I don't know if it's the best hotel in the world, but. Yeah, that's a toughie. Yeah, Waldorf Astoria or something like that. Right. I, mean, I mean, there might be Downtown some, Manhattan. Yeah, I'm yeah sure I there's some say, nice yeah, places. Yeah, some really nice places, but yeah. No, I will say, though, I, I, if you're in Naples and you're golfing-
1: uh, A hotel in Vegas? I mean, like well, a lot gonna, of the casinos? What are we doing?
0: Yeah, but I would tell you, uh, the last time I was out in Vegas, I, those places aren't necessarily nice as much as they are near opportunity.
1: Um, they, they are- well, there's a couple that are, oh, I mean, yeah. no, you, know, no, no, you want no. to go to the win. Yeah, you're going to have a, a beautiful experience.
0: No, I'm saying they're good places, but the room itself is not like, oh, this is heaven. I'm in the lap of luxury. Right, yeah. You are like, eh. I was at the Cosmopolitan last time. It's one of the newest ones there is. I'm like, eh. But the best part about it is not. not only are you overlooking- It's the hospitality. Yeah, you're overlooking the strip, but then at the same time, you're like, you know what's cool is I'm going to- uh, We'll go downstairs and gamble, yeah <laughs> that's like kind of what gets you excited about
1: it. what I'm hoping for, you know how every few years we have um it might be every four years probably makes sense a double bye week in the mm-hmm. college football schedule last I think it was two years ago, we had one in November, a late it was a November bye week, which I really liked. But the golf league that I'm in has a world championship in Vegas, in Vegas. every year. Yeah, and no, you they were play out there upwards of three or four rounds of golf if you want to. But then there's an NFL Sunday event where you just hang out there. Ooh, there's no golf. I
0: can get loose. You can't be flying out on a Monday. Uh, some do. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, some pushing, choose not I'm to. pushing to a Tuesday, I yeah, think, probably. on that note. Or yeah. late Monday, very late
1: Monday. Well, maybe we could work away into into yeah. doing a couple of shows from there. Equipment's an amazing thing. It we can, is. We can absolutely it is an amazing, amazing thing.
0: thing. ISF, helping you solve for the future, helping us solve for the future. They've come on board here to the Jeff Cameron Show, and we're happy to partner with them. Uh, their clients certainly rely on them to advise, protect, advance their business and technological Objectives, Right? That's what they do. ISF understands the way state government works across the full spectrum of business processes, workflows, strategies, all that good stuff. Hey, look. You and your staff work hard. Your constituents depend on you, and you have brilliant ideas, and you want to improve the process and streamline workflows and all of that. You run into problems. ISF will help you solve those problems. For us, I actually think... The easiest way to view this, solving the future or solving problems, is trust. And what I mean by that is this: secondary has guys that we routinely criticize. But since they pared down the group that rotates, I've seen better play there. If they could stop with the busts or the one or two big plays a game they give up, we would be talking about them. And I know woulda, coulda, shoulda, if hands or butts, all that, que- all that stuff. If the queen. King or Queen or Queen or King, you know. Uh, But they're in position, Tom. We can't deny that. How many times are they in position a game? They should have made many more plays this year on the football. Some have, and we've begun to see signs that they'll fight. That North Carolina game was the first indicator. Oh, you're where you're supposed to be. You got your head around. You made a play on the ball. Aside from the awful interference call on Kevin Knowles against Clemson, you had these moments where... They could have made a couple of big plays. There were inter- yeah. there were balls yeah. to intercept in this. You're going to get that opportunity in this game. Close, man. What do you have to lose? Play with reckless abandon. You're an underdog at home. You're, you know, you're a three-win team and a rebuild. Play loose. Have fun.
1: Be aggressive. Be assertive and trust one another. Yeah, you know. If you make the play on third and seven against the screen pass, maybe a couple other big plays, uh, down the, the one shot down the sideline on the rail route where Kevin Knowles is in trail, you make both of those plays. I don't think you get too mad about the bust over the top because teams are allowed to scheme things open based well, upon what you do. And if they, and if they have, they have they will. good players, that's going to happen. But when you add all three together, that's what leaves the sour taste in your mouth. But you're right. You know, this is a weekend where it's a tough test. It's a tough time to ask for that to come to fruition, just because of the explosiveness that is the Miami offense for for the past month. This is a quarterback who's really found his stride, and what's interesting to me is it seems like there's a relationship now between Rhett Lashley and Tyler Van Dyke where they trust each other. What do I mean by that? Well, the game plan against Pitt, who likes to press play man, was to screen them to death, bubble screens yeah, to the outside. Yeah. yeah. If you look at Tyler Van Dyke's average yards, uh, depth of target, it's a metric that PFF puts together. It's the same thing as air yards per attempt if you go to profootballreference.com and look at the pros. If you look at those numbers, before the Pitt game, Van Dyke's average target down the field was 11 yards or more in every game. Against Pitt, it was only seven. So that was Lashley saying, listen, I understand what you want to do. This is a talented Mm -hmm. defense that's going to press up. So we're going to challenge our guys to block on the perimeter, They've got to honor it because your arm is strong enough to throw to the far side. It's a rifle, so they can't cheat to the middle of the field. We're going to spread them out wide, and that's how we're going to set up the things that we want to do later. Then they come back, play Georgia Tech, and he's throwing the ball down the field again. That tells me, well, and that's what they're going to do this weekend. That's based exactly on what, they, what they're going to do this weekend. What they that's see the, from us on film. We sure. get downhill and tackle in space, so you're going to take your shots down the field. But that they return to that tells me that Lashley knows there are goalposts here that I can operate with. And that's where explosive plays are going to come this weekend. It's just a matter of limiting those.
0: And, I, and, and my point would be, and, and at the start of this segment, as brought to you by ISF Solve the Future, you, you, you listen, they've done a very good job this year of letting the previous series and or play, if it's a big play, go. They've done a good job. So they've trusted in the coaching staff and, in that sense, each other to go back out, make the adjustment, and go play downhill and play good hard-nosed football. What they haven't always done is trusted themselves in the moment. And that's when I'm talking about trust. They're going to be one. You're talking about one on one situations in which you're in position to make a play, and so is the receiver. This year, far too often, and Miami has playmakers at receiver, far too often, that play has been made by the receiver, almost invariably every time. Almost, not every time, but most of the time. But it's not for having been in poor technique, poor leverage. It's not from having been in a situation where you thought. Listen, when they get beat on a bust, they get beat on a bust. I'm not worried about that. I'm talking about the one-on-one, the hand fighting. You're in the hip pocket. You're in phase. You've turned. You've done everything right. Now, make the play. It drives me nuts they don't make that play, but they're capable. I really believe there are a couple of guys, not all, there's some guys I'd rather not see out there. I'm not going to pinpoint them right now. But there are three or four guys that
1: I trust can eventually either develop enough to make those plays or perhaps this is the game where that happens. Yeah, the struggle here is even if you win the line of scrimmage in terms of stopping the run and they've got to go one-dimensional with Van Dyke's arm, you still have to honor the whole field because they can't create the, the running game on the perimeter with the screens. When you've got a rocket of an arm, you can't cheat. You can't cheat towards, let's say, that you're oh, lined up all the way on the right played hash. you
0: the entire field. That's what Jameis did to people. That's Correct. what all good quarterbacks Correct. do
1: to people. It just puts so much damn pressure on the defense, and that's where you can mitigate, if Miami wanted to, take the front four out of the game, go quick game on the perimeter, and say, that's fine that you could beat us. We're going to get the ball out of, out of Van Dyke's I, hands early. I'll, I'll live with that. We're physical. We'll come up and tackle. The thing is, it creates those seams, and that's, that's where I get worried, where I don't know that it's possible without some turnover luck or some red, red zone defense that's really stout. We're pretty good in the red zone. To prevent Miami from getting into the upper 20s or lower 30s.
0: Well, I don't think we're going to prevent them from getting into the 20s. So, I mean, I think you got to go out there with the idea that you to win this game, what did I say? we got to get into the 30s. So, Correct. Yeah. I mean, I, that's why I say take your chances. You're not going to take away everything. You're not good enough to take away everything. So play the game with an understanding that points are going to be scored here, but take some chances.
1: But and I think create big plays. That's an important point for Monday to stress Because they're going to make plays. That's not because of a bad scheme by Adam Fuller that Miami makes plays. They've got some dudes. We got yeah, some dudes yeah, on team. Yeah, so when you're assessing players. Miami's success level, you're starting higher. You're not starting at 250 <laughs> total yards. You're starting at 350, so maybe 375. It's,
0: it's a little bit like, and, and fans always think their team shouldn't give up anything, and they get really, really frustrated when their team does give up something. Well, you know, Brent Venables is one of the best coaches in all of college football. Has been an elite defensive coordinator. Ohio State lit his ass up like a Christmas tree. Uh, you know, not only did they devise a plan, they have really good players, elite wide receivers. They make plays. Quarterback who got drafted in the first round. It can happen. Miami. Jamie's not that, but the point is they do have some dudes, as you're saying. So I think you have to take some risks here. For over 40 years, ISF has focused on solving the future for state government through strategy, process, and technology. As a national management and IT consulting firm. ISF has the expertise to transform strategies, if I could speak, refine processes, and implement solutions to lead you into today's changing environment. ISF, check them out, ISF.com, Jeff Cameron, show 93.3, Real Talk Radio, or Chant TV.
2: The Jeff Cameron Show, brought to you by Orange Theory Fitness. Two Tallahassee locations, Midtown on Thomasville Road, and Northside in the Village Common Shopping Center. Online at orangetheoryfitness.com.
0: Jeff Show, 93.3 Real Talk Radio on a Redemption Thursday. Been fun. Thanks for listening. Going to be back here tomorrow for a Libations Friday loosey-goosey edition of the program. Miami week well underway, and we're closer and closer. That includes a happy hour show tomorrow at the Corner Pocket Bar and Grill. Hopefully you can make it by. We'll be out there from 5 to 6 p.m. May linger a little longer. Never know. The Beers are cold. The food is good. The atmosphere is good. And it's game weekend, so maybe it happens. Maybe
1: it happens. If you linger longer, then you can see crooked kilts. How about that for back-to-back alliteration there? If you linger longer, you can see crooked kilts. That's uh, eight p.m. Expect that out of you, buddy. You can support. That's correct. That's correct. I got that English degree from Florida State there for a is, purpose. There it is. You could support Florida State libraries tomorrow night at the corner pocket bar grill Lob- if you berries. hang around. It's uh, that's with breakfasts and yeah. all that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, good stuff. Uh, but that's correct. You can uh, enjoy some Celtic rock and dance the night away, preparing for Florida State in Miami.
0: A St. Andrew Society fundraiser in support of Florida State University libraries. Speaking of which, you know who's got a really nice library? Oklahoma, OU, that library is to beat the band. It is so, oh, it's unbelievable. There are a couple of libraries that I, uh, before I die, I plan on attending and seeing all around the world. It's a thing. Matthew and I agree on this.
1: Just going to smell the books, smell the leather bound? No,
0: I mean, there, there are some libraries. Well, yes, that's an added bonus. Uh, but there are some libraries out there and bookstores, for that matter, I guess you could say, that have been around for hundreds of years. Uh, and that just I'd never ceases to amaze me. It's like I, I get the goosebumps.
1: This isn't going to be on a library calendar or anything. But I've got the one across the street from here right down the road. You get, you've get you early voted there before. I have near where I voted live. there before, yeah. i got to get my card. I've not got my oh, card. Oh,
0: buddy, got my library card. I go there.
1: It's a good place to go. Quiet. You, you just want to work Shut away out the from the world. People. That's right.
0: Yeah. Tell them all to go to hell.
1: That's correct. <laughs> it's a there is value in that. There's real value in that. Yes, there Especially is. Especially during football season.
0: Especially if you're reading a book that has some some, you know, what for it to it that it requires you to pay attention. You can't get that done at the house. Dogs, cats, kids well in my case kids In your case wife in my case wife doesn't really matter hey listen right, people are right. doing things they're doing things but this is a,
1: a heady concept I gotta well, read this or here. you know there's this level of production it needs mm. this much you know maybe i should just yeah. put on the schedule for the week that i have library hours <laughs> much like a professor has <laughs> office hours except you can't come see me during library hours oh
0: i like it uh so we if we uh, can say this proudly because we can it happened last night play it hot damn big dad has done it again
1: That was the precursor Mm to. uh, Red Russians for all, baby. That was a goal total of six, I think it was. And we took the under, and it paid because
0: three goals in total were scored. Not Mm -hmm. six, not seven, not even five. Three. There it was. Colon. Vodka for all. Red Russians to celebrate. North Florida Payroll Services, locally owned for nearly 15 years. Offering payroll and HR services, including full online applicant onboarding and integration into payroll. Save your company money and headaches today at Head to NorthFloridaPayroll.com. Hey, Big Daddy. Having some red Russians tonight? We'll know in about 47 seconds. Into an open wing. It's picked up by Dowdy. empty. he scores. Hot damn. Big Daddy's done it again. Red Russians all around, Teddy. All right, Big Daddy. Oh, let it play, Tom. Let's be inspired. <laughs> They've got veterans, too.
1: Oh, jeez. Are you kidding me? <laughs> oh, it's fun.
0: Okay, so you're on a heater. Yep, I step yep. back, everybody, because we understand as sporting guys or gals, when somebody's feeling it, you do not get in the way of a streak. Where might we be looking tonight, T. Lizzie? We
1: are looking to Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. You are looking live. We are going to stick into the uh, state down. of Pennsylvania state mm. of Pennsylvania, for a second straight night because that Maple Leafs-Flyers game was in Philly. It's the Florida Panthers mm. that I'm looking hard at. They okay. were undefeated in regulation through 11 games this season. So now they've, they've dropped. lost three straight, right? They've lost to the Rangers in New York. They've lost to the Devils in New Jersey. And those games hit totals of 7 and 10. Now, I think this is a night for the Florida Panthers to be angry, take it to a beleaguered Pittsburgh Penguins bunch. Oh, I like Florida Panthers. Schedule hunting. Schedule hunting. Minus a goal and a half. Extremely motivated in this final game of their road trip. They come back down. They're playing, well, actually they come back to the state of Florida on Saturday to play Tampa in what usually is a knockdown dragout. But they're pissed off. I'll take a pissed off Florida Panthers bunch. Minus a goal and a half, which is a plus 200 proposition, sir. I see
0: why you're doing it. All right.
1: To beat the Pittsburgh Penguins.
0: My question to you is how quickly do they turn around and play Tampa?
1: Saturday. It's fine. Okay. It's right where it needs to be. That's important. From what I gather, taking a look at this, they they lost two straight because they beat Carolina, and and that's a really good Carolina team last week. Eh, Monday in New York, Tuesday in Jersey. I think they might have taken in a show or two downtown in New York. Maybe they enjoy the nightlife of NYC because they know how good they are. What the hell is there to do in Pittsburgh after you've been after you've been yeah. in New York City? It's winning time. Yeah. That's what this is about.
0: I like it, man. I'm not going to get in the way of it. I'd say Florida had some interruption, as did Chicago and uh, the the Mighty Ducks. And I mean, what in God's name is going on in the NHL every other day? He's resigning. He's yep, been yep. fired. This guy can't stop fondling people. It is unreal what goes on in the NHL lately. This is a weird world. Get it together National Hockey League.
1: Yeah, I thought I left the Catholic Church years ago.
0: What it the is, hell is insane. This? Yeah. Over and over and over again you get this. Once a week somebody resigns from and half the time it's like, Oh, well, fifteen years ago, I did it. You know, what what? What right. is going on here? Right.
1: So Joel Quenville was the uh mm. second best, I think, at this point, coach in the game. He was the best for a long time. Until until, you know, his comeuppance. Tragically. Up and, correct. Yeah, get oh, him the hell out of here. I know you were heartbroken that it happened. Well, that's true from a hockey standpoint. But he coached one extra game, and that was so stupid that they let him coach another game while this was a pending investigation. And the findings were out before the public. Yeah, it was Just really Just so weird. dumb. But that's a really talented Florida Panthers team. Yeah. Really talented. I think they've been shook, though. It's a shame. Probably a ruined season. Their goaltending is good enough. Yeah. To He's young. Not give up 11 goals to back to back opponents combined. 11 goals and back to back. Oh, nights. no. We'll win the wager, but I'm hoping I'm right about the war. I think they're shook. <laughs> they, they should be. <laughs>
0: I hope so. I hope so. It's a long, long season. We just were looking for angles, looking for opportunities. Tom Lang's on a heater. We're riding it. It's Red Russians for everybody. We're celebrating together.
1: Big Daddy did it again. It's a group effort. Let's go. It was two years ago that there was a charity event. It was a war chant and corner pocket charity event, silent auction. Remember, William Floyd was there for the proceedings. Oh, man. Yeah, or not a silent auction. It was a casino night. That's, that's what it was. Casino night, indeed. And you guessed bartender for like 20 minutes. I but did. But within that 20 minutes, you poured a Red Russian for, you. for your boy. Mm-hmm. And you drank it. I had one more Red Russian since that time. If there's a winner tonight... Well, the Red Russian was after we won the Stanley Cup again. Did I do one that You night? did, you did. And we, then I've had two had Red two Russians red... <laughs> since that time. And one of which was not for the... Uh, it, one was for the ACC... Was it the regular season title? I forget what it was. A couple yeah. year, like yeah. couple basketball uh, what seasons the
0: hell? Uh, we're passing out Red Russians. We're just having Come a good on. time.
1: Let's get one. Room temperature. It's got to be room temperature. Oh,
0: it's got to be god-awful. That's the whole deal.
1: You have to feel the miserable Moscow feeling.
0: Yeah. Well, and then you need to hear the beating of the table. That's right, Freddy. Red Russians all around. That's exactly what That's we
1: That's exactly it. Uh, wow. That, I nailed, nailed that, that pitch
0: perfect, didn't I? That's, well. We could have re-recorded it if we needed to right <laughs> there. I had to get into character. I had to be able to do that. I might have... Bounce my fists off of a bar table a time or two and mm-hmm. order drinks for all? You never know, especially if you're in a good mood and you've won yet another wager. So we'll watch tonight. We'll cross our fingers. Got an NBA game tonight, too. Got two. Good job out of you. Good job, Matthew. Be well, everybody. Have a great evening, and we'll talk to you tomorrow.